healthydiabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Stream the show on demand at catchacanradio.com. Welcome to Wednesday, my friends. It's a lovely snowy day here in Ketchikan, Alaska. So much snow, like half an inch, that they had a two-hour delayed start uh, at the all throughout the schools in Ketchikan, which made, I think, all the parents who have school-aged children just scramble a little bit, adjust schedules, do all that stuff. But I'm glad that they were taking precautions and being on the safe side of things. I can say it was a little bit slick when I was driving my kiddos to school this morning. Um, yeah, so anyways, hello everybody. My name is Katherine Tatsuda. This is First City Forum, and I have two beautiful ladies in the studio with me. I have Romanda Simpson and Alma Parker here from the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. Hello, lovelies. Good morning. Good morning. I had a little bit of blush going on there. Aww. <laughs> well, it is Tatsuda's Community Kindness Week, and so I'm doing my very best to give out compliments and smiles. Yesterday, I had a bucket of candy that I was like trucking because it was kindness in the workplace yesterday. So I was like, I'll bring candy in a bucket to my coworkers at the radio station and at TFCU. And then I ended up running around all of Safeway, giving all the workers at Safeway candy and telling them all about how important the work is that they do because they feed people. And, And I I don't think they'd ever heard that before. So it warmed my heart. So note to everybody, let's go and yeah. remind people that yes. they are important. That they are important and right. the work they does is important, right. yeah. you know? Absolutely. So yeah, so I did that and then, <laughs> then I made myself all emotional and I was like, I miss Dad Sudas. And anyways, <laughs> so. Yeah, it must be especially heart heart-wrenching yeah. for you when you've seen what they're doing and I know yeah. yeah it was but it was very special so so I'm you know so I'll, I'll just say nice things to you we'll just be here we'll just be like Catherine will say you guys look lovely I love that color on you Alma oh thank you hey <laughs> hey maroon yes it definitely is I like it no we're not talking about this we're talking about some of the cool things and important stuff yeah well did you see the newspaper this morning I saw a photo with yes. the amazing people that were out yesterday for our tutu Tuesday? I did. I was talking about it on the air yesterday oh, with, oh. yeah, and I was promoting it last week. I was talking about it on the air yesterday. I was like, get out your tutus, go down to the rock. So, uh, yeah. We had a lot of um, homemade tutus and yes. then a few makeshift tutus. Yeah, tutus on the go. Tutus on the yeah, go. because we wanted to sprinkle some cheer because we knew it doesn't happen every year. Oh, this Sprinkle is some right. cheer because yeah. it doesn't happen every year. Yeah. So actually, I did a quick tutu tour and I went to uh, K High, did a pit stop on their snack break and got some photos of of students on, in their tutus. But if they didn't have one, I brought mine to share. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. And they got to enter in a quick little drawing if they came and allowed me to take their pick. And 
Um, we got two winners from K High. Then after that, I popped on over to Revilla. Nice. And we had some really great, um, very enthusiastic, very enthusiastic <laughs> students. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that wanted. Even the staff was involved. We have a board member, Chris Flora, out there too. And uh huh. This was really great oh, to see. Oh, that yeah, is she so was special. Excited that they finally like allowed people to come well, in because I, it's been a long time yes. to allow visitors in. Yes. So coming down to a uh, substantial was really an opportunity to jump on and go, let's get in here. I know, I know. <laughs> I've been trying to get into the schools to mm-hmm. do financial, financial education, yeah. you know, literacy education in this in the schools, and it's been really challenging it because you plan that, for it. Yeah, at that high risk level, it's like they you no. can't, they won't let any yeah. visitors in no matter what. Exactly. And next week on the calendar for Wednesday, we have this really big interactive financial reality fair scheduled which for is the, super exciting. Which is really exciting. Exciting for this because that's seniors. been a conversation for how many years yeah. now? Like well, trying to bring right. it back, and right? Yeah, it's been well, and it, it uh, TFCU helps to helps to make that happen yeah. in Ketchikan. It's been going on every year traditionally, but then it hasn't happened since 2019 yeah. because of COVID, right. and and so yeah, and so you know they tried to do it. They did do an abbreviated an abbreviated version of it, like there was an app, and so Lee Woodward was able to get into and, and do all the seniors in their. Um, advisory classes right but last year's schedule was totally different than it is this year and anyways so and it's just not the same because when you go live in person and you're with a big group and it's like this giant real game of life where you have to like budget just how much like the information when you absorb it when you're in person versus online and especially because there's been so much online I think everyone's a little bit burnt exhausted yeah 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 Yeah. so I know and so it's scheduled for next week we won't know if the if the level's going to go up Friday. or if it'll stay, yeah. So I know. So I'm scrambling to find volunteers, but I'm also like, this might get canceled, just so you know. But anyways. Well, hopefully it doesn't, and hopefully you can find enough volunteers to I'm make sure. sure runs. Yes. I'm looking for four more. So I'm sure that I will. But Did anyways. you hear that, Ketchikan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> looking for some volunteers. Get in touch yeah. with me if you want to help. It'll and be fun. did you fun. know that volunteering is actually really good for your own mental health it and is. well-being? It absolutely is. Yeah. So. yeah. It gives us some purpose and doing things like I mean showing up in a tutu I know yeah I mean as much as I am in the dance world wearing a tutu all day long is not really <laughs> not your my list. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but hey but we'll fun. do anything we want on a tutu Tuesday on 222 that's right two at 222 p.m. that's so, right and 22 yes. seconds too Barbara Morgan yeah. was like I got 22 seconds I took a pic it was oh I mean, wow wow so we you, really timed it you the, did yeah, you got you got a second oh my gosh right? and Good it was job. great to hear what people were saying about it too just like the the slight bit of joy in sort of our dreary February mm-hmm. month. Um, and and I just love that. I like, I think joy is exactly needed right it's, now. It's incredibly needed. And what I learned, so when I was running Tatsudas, it, you know, I, I ended up doing all these marketing campaigns and, and I would like dress up. We dress up in elf dresses. Yep, and we right. would do like the prize wheel <laughs> and we would do stuff like that, right? I do not dress up in an elf dress in my everyday life. Like right. what you're saying, Alma. <laughs> like I know, right? You know, that's not, I, I don't do that. But it was like, it was like all of a sudden it lit people's lives Absolutely. up yeah. and and that's what I learned through that experience was like there is not enough of that type of experience not enough of that that gets shared on yeah. an everyday basis with people yeah and it's just little silly it's, it's something small yeah it's something quick yeah and it's just silly yeah. you know but it's fun who, who wants to grow up 
right? I know. Like we all want. I was to have... just gonna say it keeps us youthful, right? Yeah. Right. As she's like, as I'm rubbing my face, face. She's like, making sure everything's still in place. <laughs> it, you, you look beautiful. Your skin is fresh. I see yeah. no wrinkles. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is, and it's it's just that little interrupt in because we get caught up in the everyday, yeah. and life is hard, oh, yes. and you know it can get monotonous. So it oh. is fun to have that burst of. Of tutus yes. on a Tuesday, and colors and yeah. people, and we did a little dance and we took a great picture. And yeah, we had a ba- We had an eighth month. Romanda's little baby <laughs> Amelia was uh, there, and then we also had a little pet. I think named Paris. Paris. Little pet. A little puppy came Aww. in a tutu. I mean, that topped it and off we as had, well. Yeah. An elder joined us as mm-hmm. well, which yeah. was wonderful. She had a beautiful, bright rainbow tutu. Oh, I um, love and it. And some fairy wings. And I was just oh like, oh my gosh. Yes. So, well, it's on the front page. So if oh, you yeah. really want your... I need to track her down because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to recruit some kindness care, candy delivery fairies <gasps> to oh, go around more and just really, I mean, like mm-hmm. that, like that yeah. it just lights people's brightens their whole day up and especially when it's a surprise Mm -hmm, exactly yeah i also want to acknowledge the amazing um uh, media that is in our town Mm -hmm. like we were covered by krbd by the daily news and by kpu tv so and and then here we are talking about it on ktkn and so it's just like the i i love how much we are able to feature local happenings right um and how much support there is for all of the things that we do as right. a wellness coalition really grateful for that you know yeah. and, and and really sharing the information with our community members about what's going on in town and, yeah um, mm-hmm. well and you i mean the wellness coalition i was saying this yesterday on the air you all work so hard to you know for really good causes um but then also I mean, you have different activities that you know all year long mm-hmm. that are that really help to enhance the quality of life and yeah. so I think that that is really special and I appreciate the work that you guys do for that yeah, thank you yeah. we love we love what we do I mean we have such a great team and like you say there's such a variety of things that we we touch on mm-hmm. um, because as an umbrella organization we really do focus on all eight dimensions of wellness which mm-hmm. does actually include financial wellness too mm-hmm. right yeah um, and and so each task force has kind of a, a targeted focus and it all relates to our health and wellness overall. Right. Um, but that's such a breadth, like so many things affect our health and wellness in our, you know, that you, you don't even really think about sometimes. Um, like you're working on health equity, just access to healthcare and like mm-hmm. the services that you receive and is it different if, you, um, if you're a person of color, for yeah. example, and some of those systemic racist things that are just in our systems because of yeah. the history Or a that person of disability, I mean, a person with right, disability exactly. or, you know, anything that doesn't kind of match the norm. The norm. The norm. Yeah. If you're a female, actually, all research, yeah. all medical research has been done on male. And so even that kind of information, it's like, it's just, it's a history thing. It's not, it's no one's fault anymore, you know, so there's no blame going on. It's just like, let's take responsibility and let's like, hey, let's, let's address what those Mm -hmm. issues are. Um, We have our our behavioral health task force that does a really good job. You know, we're putting together this resource platform that's coming up, Kitchen123. We have our guidebooks. Uh, 
they also do a monthly Healthy Minds column. Have mm-hmm. you have you read that? Yeah, I'm going to write next Great. month's oh, column fantastic. is what I was told. Fabulous. <laughs> Voluntold. I, I love. Well, love no, that. I was. she was like, hey, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I guess. I was just in a book. So, yeah. But, yeah. And, and oh, Catherine, you've been cool. so open, you know, yeah. on your social media about yes. your own experiences um, and, and uh, processes yes. through our mental health and, and yeah. wellness and how to focus on ourselves. And yeah. Well, I think that, and I'm comfortable sharing and I know that a lot of people don't there's so much shame there's so much I mean there's so much stuff that people Mm -hmm. we all carry around with us you know which is so interesting because we all we all are there right right and um and I'm and you know for a long time I was like I was like well this is my secret this is mine that I'm going to carry but like I I see that I have this I have a platform that a lot of people don't have and I want to be genuine and authentic and say hey you know I've struggled my whole life with depression I grew up with a mentally ill mom who um, had to leave my sister and I when I was like nine years old and um, you know and I'm on medication for these different things Mm -hmm. and it's not been easy and so and I think that when when we share those personal stories it does it helps us to know that we're not alone we're not alone and it inspires us yes. because and it empowers other voices. Yes, you have to remember. That. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's so much power, and that's why I love the Healthy Minds column mm-hmm. is because it's it is actually a platform for people to um, to share their story or just even share what they do to keep well. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what they do to take care of themselves because right. sometimes, I mean, you hear a lot of self care, and people automatically think bubble baths and whatever. Right. And it's self care isn't. It's not that. that right? It's not it's that. Like, no, it's not. wearing a tutu every now and then. I just have to put that in there. Right. Delivering candy. Well, it is. Or like for me yesterday, you know, being that kindness mm-hmm. candy fairy, yep. it lit my life right. up yes. in a way that hasn't been lit in a long time. Right. And so those, I think when we get to share those things that make us feel good, people can try on new things. That, right. That maybe everything that they had been doing wasn't working for them and they get to try new and experience and then, and just become, yeah. So I, I love the the platform to share things. So yeah. if people, the great news is um, actually as guest contributors to that column, people, um, we provide them with a $25 gift certificate to a local store because we support oh, local. Oh, yay. Um, and so it's, it's the, choice of the person who writes the column and also you do not have to be like the perfect grammar spelling person because we do have um Kristen to support people in writing and writing what they'd like to write we also look for professionals so like if someone um has a experience in and like such say physical activity they Mm -hmm. can actually write some suggestions on here's some resources here's some activities that are really good for your wellness and Awesome. So we're looking for those type of people as well, but um, you know, and then and then we have Deb, who right. is your friend, and yeah. um, she really focuses on um, substance use prevention. Mm-hmm. In particular, we focus on youth, but that also means that the rest of our community needs to address like how we approach substances and the conversations we have as what we're role modeling to that. Right. Um, we do our reentry coalition who focuses on supporting people that are returning um, after incarceration Mm -hmm. and supporting them. We have a housing project that we are able to provide temporary housing. 
Um, we have Imagination Library underneath us, which is free books for children under five years old. Do you really? It's amazing. Oh. The Dolly Parton Imagination yeah, Library. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was going on in Metlakatla. Oh, I don't know. So was we that? have Ketchikan has has one. Yep, yeah. really. And Cake of Ours has, has that. spearheaded that amazing, amazing project. And we have over two hundred kids registered, but yeah. we have like five hundred eligible children uh-huh. in our community. So if your child. Um, is under age five, so they, they, they age out at five years old. Okay. If they're under age five, they can receive a book to the, like directed to them in the mail every single month for free. Wow. And the books are fabulous. So I signed up Amelia, and we just got a book again last week, and Aww. I was like, this is the best book Aww. ever. So, I mean, just really a range of programs that we yes. do. Yes, you know? it it's a wide range of programs. Yeah. It's, Don't forget our gardens. Oh, oh yes, and the and gardens. gardens. <laughs> and, you know, we supported right that. <laughs> we Right, right next to Tonga's Federal Tonga's at, the, at the Commons. There's yeah. one, and then there's Clover Pass Gardens. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, that one is so community-driven. There are some really key um, uh, volunteers that make that happen Mm -hmm. and so we're sort of the fiscal agent because we've been able to receive some grants thank you know grateful to Ketchikan Community Foundation and Peace Health for really funding those those unique and really needed um, community gardens and but it is a community driven like we don't have staff associated with that right sort of we sort of do it and and really depend on the volunteers to do that. So. Well, and it's really, I mean, I know that the people who are involved in it are very engaged. Passionate people. Yeah. We get a bunch of gardeners together. Oh, I well, wish uh, I did not really know that this was a little <laughs> mini club of people. The, the right. knowledge that they're willing yeah, to share, It's though, pretty incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I I cannot grow anything myself. Like, I, I struggle every year. And I did grow a cucumber a couple times. And That's so excited. Congratulations. Yes. I've grown, like, two tomatoes but I did see your flowers I have yeah I well and that stemmed from the loss of Tatsudas Um, and so that's a that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day but so it it is because I always thought that I didn't have I was like I have a black thumb I have (laughs) a black thumb I can't grow anything or or I would start seeds and then they would start and there and then I wouldn't have time energy mental capacity to like transplant them and then the one time I did I put them into dead soil not knowing about it and I'm like, why aren't these things growing? Right. And um, and yeah, and oh, something just happened. Join us every Monday for First City Forum. Things Business going on. Matters Monday featuring me, Michelle O'Brien. Well, just wait for a second. We'll be <laughs> it's a commercial. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. That, that was strange. And so much more. There we go. Yeah, it was like the it was like the weird uh, radio vortex. I know that's why I have the headphones on. I was actually hosting my like third show or second show since being back because it'd been over a year since I'd done it, and I'd forgot to hit the button to make the stuff stop. And so I'm just like chatting away here. Oh no! And like the the guy who like was in charge like runs in and leaves me know he's like there's radio playing behind you. I was like oh yeah I know what I'm doing. (laughs) So he's like where are your headphones? Okay, Uh, no one told me that before <laughs> so anyways we were talking about gardening yeah yeah so um so it was yeah once there, I had energy that needed to go somewhere and it went into the into that so but yeah we have an amazing community of gardeners yes who are passionate and there and will share. be workshops um this year mm-hmm. led by all volunteers that are just wanting to help people learn how to grow their own food yeah I mean, it's, we're on an island <laughs> we are very susceptible to any sort of hiccup in in the transportation system yep. so um, if the more we can and there's some uh, I know AJ Pierce is doing a really good thing um, there's that food policy council now that, mm-hmm. that they've been initiated they got a 
huge grant. Congratulations to that group mm-hmm. to really build it and focus on it more. Mm. Trying to work with schools to get some school gardens on, but mm-hmm. you know, there's, it, there's so much exciting stuff happening in this town, um, and we're always grateful to be part of it and however we can. Yeah, well, that's the wonderful thing about Ketchikan is that there are so many people who work hard in so many different capacities to make this a great place to yes, live absolutely. you know and I mean there really are it's it takes a whole village it takes many 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 people doing little things um, to lift us all up you know and I know that there are ways because nothing is perfect and there's always room for improvement <laughs> and there are people who are hurting and who are suffering in our community um, and I just want them to know that they're not forgotten and that they're cared about, you know? Yeah. And I think um, uh, that just made me think of some of the Facebook posts that I see that can be pretty harsh, let's put it that way, um, in, in particular around people experiencing addiction. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, you, your kindness week really brings it up. It's like having compassion that those are still individuals. We do not know their story. We do not know how they got where they are. Mm-hmm. Um they likely do not want to be where they're at, right. but things are happening for them. Mm-hmm. And I think just we as human beings need to remind that we have to offer compassion uh, to others. And, and you know, I, I think it's an important component of our own lives to, and, and our own health and wellness is to actually be able to offer compassion mm-hmm. um, and, and still work towards solutions for sure right. um, and address some, some challenges that we might see, but, but really um, right. bring it back to the human the human side of things. Everybody's a person and is everybody is a person and has value right. despite their current circumstance in life. Yeah. Right. Because we are humans and, and any of us could be anywhere right. at any point in time. And it's know? all like the things that have happened to us in our lives and this mm-hmm. the, we, we just yeah there's a lot that goes out yeah and on yes. in our lives that we just don't necessarily yeah. share with other people oh yeah mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> yes yes and that's why I really enjoyed so I talked with Jeff um, who was the previous re-entry coalition yes. and Clarence Peel came on the air mm-hmm. back when I was doing First City Forum before and, and talked about the work that they were doing and Clarence shared his experience of you know going through addiction having been incarcerated multiple times right. you know and coming out on the other side of that and then also like talking with Deborah and then other I mean there's so many people it's not like addiction and alcohol abuse and prescription drugs or addiction to anything doesn't impact us in our lives Mm -hmm. some way you know and um and so i the more that we talk about it and bring awareness to it i think that overall the better off we are you know right and always coming with that message of um for people that are in addiction that you know there is there is support there is always you know we can I'm so amazed by the the beautiful community that I do see around um, people that have been uh, in addiction mm-hmm. previously that are now in recovery yeah. mm-hmm. and the support that they show one another, it's there. And so, you know, for those that are listening that might be experiencing addiction that really want to, a, to change yeah. and have a new life and really yeah. there, there is that support in this town uh, exponentially more than I think I've seen in, in many other towns. Yeah. Um, and I think the pe- that is a testament to the people that live here really the beautiful people that live here um 
Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful beautiful things about what happens on this island. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, and I'm thankful. So, let's go to a quick break and then we're going to we're going to kind of have a conversation about some serious stuff that we want to bring awareness to. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, we will uh, go on a quick break. We'll be back with uh, more from Amanda Simpson, Alma Parker with the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. I'm Katherine Tatsuda. Hold tight, you guys. And we are back with First City Forum. It is Wednesday, February. I think it's the 23rd today. Yeah. It was Choo Choo Tuesday. It was Choo Choo Tuesday. I have no idea. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I, I always up. have to write it down before I uh, before I go live on air. This is Catherine Tatsuda. Welcome to First City Forum. We're halfway through our show. I've been having great conversations with Ramanda Simpson, Alma Parker with the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. During that last break, we were having some real heart-to-heart conversations. <laughs> Tears were flowing. Um, yeah, and now we're back. We, we're, we're, uh, we've got our... We're here. Where emotions are settled. We're ready to be professional. We there's were very no Kleenex. Though. I know. There's no Kleenex. I need to fix that in the studio. <laughs> I guess I don't cry much when I have people like Dan Ortez on the show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. So, uh, so when you first came in, and we were just mm-hmm. chatting before the show. You were talking to me about, you know, some um, a message and some information that you wanted to share with the community about just bringing awareness to some things that are happening. Um, can you talk to yeah. us about that? Yeah. And I think um, I think a lot of people may not know what's happening because it's not exactly like huge news, and we don't necessarily want to promote things, but we do want to make sure people are aware of what they can do. So in the situation we're talking about, there's two different things that are happening. Um, One is uh, a Benadryl challenge. So uh, TikTok. TikTok. Who knows? Do you want to explain what I don't even know. I I, I see TikToks, but I don't. So I will talk about TikTok briefly. Um, So TikTok is a little, it's like a video platform. It's a social media video platform where people can create their own, like, up to three minute long videos. Most of them are 15 seconds or less. And, you know, they have a whole variety, a whole library of music. Then you can add captions, you can add pictures, you can do funny filters. Okay, I just started doing TikTok in December because Facebook kicked me off. <laughs> and it's a really fun, healthy for me, creative outlet, right? right. Okay. There are I So you're know, using a positive. I'm yes, and I want to say that. So okay. and like and it's and my kids have been on it for several years, how probably from the beginning when TikTok was created. And I know that there there are users from all around the globe and it's used for all sorts of different purposes. Mm-hmm. Where I like to you know do uplifting stuff. And then, um, but there is a lot of like scary, dark material that is on TikTok also, like anything. It's like the internet in an app form with video content. Exactly. And easy (laughs) access. And easy access. And they do these challenges, apparently. Right. So, well, and I want to say this too. So, TikTok is driven by viral uh, or by trends. By trends. By trends and by challenges and by, and everyone wants to go viral. And so, and then like if there's a trend, all of a sudden you have a million people making videos copying that same trend. So, and there's trends of all kinds. There's dancing ones, there's light ring ones, there's Benadryl ones or other ones. Well, and the one that people probably have heard about was the Tide Pod Mm -hmm. challenge. Oh, yes. And that was actually very dangerous and causing some major issues. So here we are, and actually it started in 2020, Um, but it did not 
it took off for a while and then it kind of lulled out and then it's back. And um, there have been youth in our community that have gone to hospital. Mm. Um, and so really wanting parents and caregivers and people that are role models to our youth to talk about this mm-hmm. and that just because a challenge has been put down does not mean you need to participate. Mm-hmm. And then also really talk about the dangers of misusing medication. Mm-hmm. And people think, oh, it's just Benadryl. But Benadryl actually causes seizures. Mm-hmm. Um, it can cause permanent heart issues and it can cause death. So there have been teens that have died from part of this challenge. And it's just, it's a really scary thing to think that our youth are, you know, as part of social media, you kind of get caught up in it. You think it's funny and right. oh my goodness, I'm going to yeah. get a high and hallucinate in a the, what they might consider safe because it's over, over the, the counter. counter. You yeah. can go in and buy. That's the other thing is uh, they can easily access it mm-hmm. both in our own personal, you know, I've got Benadryl I at home, too, yeah. right? And I would never have thought to lock it up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm realizing there's when there's this prevalence of um, uh, movies or films or little videos, whatever, promoting misuse of it, I have to rethink about my part in that and so conversation with you know a teen teen in my life it'll be like hey like I want to talk about this challenge that I've heard about and I want to emphasize the dangers of it and I want to ask you how you know how would you say no if one of your friends said we should do this Mm -hmm. let's talk about what does that sound like Mm -hmm. let's practice that together Mm -hmm. and that's what adults can do for young people because it is hard where I remember being a teen and and having that peer pressure you kind of want to hang out and do the things and even though you kind of might know like that doesn't sound that great but it's just funny and it's safe is this challenge include because I don't know much about it does the challenge um, then you record what's happening to you yes and then the whole world's watches so like you can record how you're feeling and then you can talk about what you're seeing and things and then you say I did it and this is what's, ah, what I'm experiencing okay. wow. so I know that a lot of the videos have been removed mm-hmm. um, but the way that social media works is more just pop up mm-hmm. and as you explained Catherine like it's just so fast mm-hmm. you just and then it it's goes so fast and and they are mm-hmm. I mean they're short little videos right I mean many of these might be 15 second videos uh, and so and you won't even know <laughs> right and you, it's really hard to monitor what your your teens and your youth are, are doing um, Deb was mentioning that I didn't know this because I don't have TikTok but 13 years old is it's the youngest that you're allowed to be officially but we all know that yeah. uh, kids can get into mm-hmm. apps like that. And if parents are like permissive, they're not realizing, they're not really like thinking about those potential negative consequences. They're thinking, oh, it's just a nice dancing music place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really getting like, one of the Deb's suggestion actually was, and I loved it, was download it yourself. Explore it. Don't, don't have to keep it on your phone because you, know, you don't want to go into it too. But look for like some of the bad stuff and just yeah. understand what is out there mm-hmm. and like do you really want your kids to be exposed and there are mm-hmm. ways you can I don't know if TikTok has it but I do know that some apps um, like Snapchat I do believe has like a parental control and um, you can you can find ways so I was explaining um, that Officer Gomez is on Facebook and this is an officer who's in the schools and he talks to the kids all the time and he knows he's like they can get through this and they can get through that and he sees it all but he provides really tangible how-tos for parents on how to keep your kid as safe as possible if you decide to let them 
mm-hmm. download these types of apps, mm-hmm. what to look for, hmm. how to have the conversations, what's appropriate or not appropriate. So I really, I do actually recommend like p- parents and caregivers to like look at Officer Gomez's Facebook page because I found it really informative when I had a teenage daughter. I was like, I had no idea, you know, and 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 then also as role models in the community, like let's have these conversations with our teens mm-hmm. because and also not just our teens. So no. we all think it's high school students. I no. was just going to say, what are we looking at when these challenges are like what age group? Is it elementary as so well? The Benadryl challenge is is has been high school high age school. students, but um, there has been instances of um, some uh, younger schools, children um, ingesting substances that are otherwise not good for their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so although I'm... I guess I want to add on to that. For, I want to add on to that for a second and el- elaborate on that. It it is it is um, elementary school. Yes, elementary school. I know when my kids were in fourth, fifth, sixth mm-hmm. grade. It, that I mean, you know, mom. I think one of my my uh, other kids in my class brought marijuana to school because mm-hmm. we could smell it in their backpack. Right. Mm. Um, it's it is a real thing and yeah. it is, and it happens and it's and it's happening now in our community and communities across the entire world it is mm-hmm. yeah it is not just us it is it is well and you if you know, think about it elementary age they're curious they are right? and they might see their parents do it so they think oh exactly. it's safe right. you know They're, okay well my parents doing it so it must be safe and i'm going to like sneak it it's like what you used to sneak cigarettes or something right? right well this is a lot more dangerous and also in particular around marijuana the level of thc in marijuana compared to you know 20 30 years ago is so much higher there's there's research going in about the damage that's causing um for young children's brains um and other physical ailments i mean it's really scary actually mm-hmm. just because of the in the the um not intensity but the concentration of, of mm-hmm. thc so you know here i am talking about a benadryl challenge and so can you please pull your benadryl and and hide it lock it away but also any substances in the house that might be misused from our elementary school mm-hmm. kids yeah. and our mm-hmm. middle school and our high schoolers and have those conversations mm-hmm. it's so important to just open it in a safe way um, and you well, know especially yes. if you are as if you're an adult that you're you're using whatever substance you want to use if you're if your child is seeing that having even just a conversation and being like you know Mommy or daddy might be doing this, but it's really not safe for your body to do this because you're so small. You know, frame it in that way if you have to. And then make sure you're putting those substances in a place that is impossible for them to get access to right. because it's an, it's often accidental, but they are curious and they will share with their friends and and they idolize mom and dad yeah. and they uh yeah all the things all the things so yeah elementary school kids young young children with with smartphones and the internet and all of the things and and peers and you know their friends they are you know i'm 43 it's a completely different world that they are experiencing a different life experience and you know so many of the social issues even you yeah. know um they are are fully aware of those and right. making decisions about themselves, um, you know, surrounding these different things at a really, really young age. And, and you know, if that's what they're doing, that's okay. But just know that that's what's happening. Right. right. Yeah. And I think as parents, too, some of us are, are in our own bubble. Right. That like, well, I don't do that. 
Um, I know my kid doesn't do that. But you don't know. After they leave that little parental bubble that you've created, the world is way different. It I, is. And, you know, we were talking about Snapchat and TikTok, and I know for a fact that there are different profiles that the kids use mm-hmm. amongst their group and what us parents see mm-hmm. in the other world. Yeah. So we and have there's to remember ways to there's hide ways your profile. To hide your there's, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, there's, it's, it's pretty. It's apparent. Apparently out there that yeah. you, it's a norm. That and you made a, a comment like, you know, I don't do that. And some, I know my kids don't do that. And we make those assumptions. Right. right. Because kids are very good at hiding things. Yes. And they, I Just mean. learned about this whole sex, <laughs> uh, sexual, <laughs> not sexual, this secondary um, profiles. I don't know. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> These exist. Yes. So, you know, so, so, you know, even if you think that your child is not partaking in uh, miscellaneous substance use it's it, it's still an opportunity for you to have those conversations to do what you can do within your own house um, and and then also so we are actually trying to put so right now Deb is actually organizing um, what we're calling a hidden in plain sight um, activity and so it's a mock bedroom and it's an opportunity for adults in our community to come through the bedroom and we'll have it's it's in partnership with the police um, and they'll be there to show you what to look for mm-hmm. because there's usually signs and it's some of the simplest things that you're like well no like that's just that's just that but right. and it's not like I mean we've all heard of those coke cans that you can hide something under or whatever right it's beyond that like it's, <laughs> it's, it's more than that and when I walked through one of those I was like are you kidding me uh-huh. I would never have known that that was it and so it's going to be an opportunity for our community to really see mm-hmm. what they might want to look for and even if the parents are thinking oh my kids don't do that you know what come through Mm-hmm. like you might be surprised and even if it's your child not doing it they might have friends and so being able to support their friends in making wise decisions for their health and wellness and um, there will be additional information just about the resources available for those that might be experiencing addiction mm-hmm. um, there will be information for parents on how to have those conversations with your kid and what does that look like yeah. so it's kind of an information fair and this really unique opportunity to see a bedroom that um, you can actually walk through mm-hmm. and ask questions and, and there will be, you know, police there, there will be some um, med- uh, medical providers there. Um, there'll be some other community resources on site. So an opportunity for and people to ask gonna questions. That's going to be on April 2nd. Oh, at the plaza. oh great. Right. Yeah. Is that a Saturday? It's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. And we'll be putting out more information come next month. We're just kind of finalizing details and what does it look like? That um, is, uh, that's really good. And obviously it's free. It's free. <laughs> it's an open to the community. And it lets this is a fundraiser for the Ketchikan. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 it's oh. not. <laughs> you can become a member. Did you know that we have a membership? No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Tell me so, about it. Well, we're a coalition. Yeah. And a coalition means people, like there's members of coalitions and one way in which we can fund some of those more unique off the wall programs, such as the gardens or other like education opportunities is through memberships. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are grateful for those uh, businesses that have decided to take on gold, bronze and silver memberships. Mm. Um, But as an individual, you can uh, become a member for as low as like $25. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's different levels and you get different little goodies for it and benefits and stuff. But really it's, it's a way that people can say, I'm committed 
to the health and wellness of our community and I believe in what the organization is doing and I want to be part of that mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, such a simple thing you get right. our you get our newsletter which is fun mm-hmm. um, you get invited to our annual meeting you know <laughs> which, is a, which is a party usually it is it hasn't it been is. the last two years we want to make it a party <laughs> it was it used to be and then COVID came but, I know um, but yes and um, you get like little goodies and stuff but also you got invitations to some you know some of our events on a on a different level and training you can um, depending on what level you are you can attend a training for free and um, but memberships really also show our funders mm-hmm. that we have community support mm-hmm. um, and that then allows us to go for additional grants to right. do some of the work that we're doing um, so the work that Deb is doing around substance use prevention is funded through the drug free communities grant which is a federal grant mm-hmm. um, and it's under the CDC um, and we have two state grants for example so you know, that community support, financial support, actually gets used as match, which then it allows us to exponentially increase that. So, like, oh, your match actually nice. ends up being, like, five times more because yeah. I can I can use it for that. So, yeah. um, and then also it makes us feel good, like, people believe what we're doing. Right. Because <laughs> it is so valuable when you have community members invest mm-hmm. in the work you do mm-hmm. and support it. So. I'm sure grantees or I mean grantors are looking at that. Sorry, and um, just seeing how much community support is for whatever project we pursue is there. Yeah. So yeah. that's very valuable. Yeah. So that was a little side a tangent that's because okay. you did talk about fundraising, and I was like, yeah, hey, but, well, but most of the programs we run right. are free, right. right? And and that's one of our goals is we try to make it as as free as possible for the information and um, sometimes there's a nominal fee if we have like material supply that our mm-hmm. grant no longer covers but um, we really try to do everything we can to to give as much back to the community that really will support our overall health and wellness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I think that that's I think that that's just awesome yeah and yeah. the way the way that the organization is growing and expanding and and doing all of the different stuff I I think that that is really special yeah. so yeah exciting. yeah and I know it was a few months maybe back in October was it October November the when Phil you M. had the Phil Am Festival <laughs> yes yeah it's still quite the talk of the town yeah <laughs> that, it was so fun the food was know, amazing <laughs> well, and we'd never we'd never done that before. No, and um, I somebody Googled like Phil Filipinos in Ketchikan, and they're like, "Dude, your name came up, and your like face, and then like all these articles about the Phil Amphas." I'm like, "That's great!" Yay. You know, yeah, we are. Um, I'm the health equity program coordinator for the Sama Sama Tayo project, and um, from that point, we just moved on to creating um, a series, what we're calling "Hats Off to Health," and we kicked off our first like once a month type class Mm -hmm. to provide to our Filipino community here in Ketchikan. And that first one was a Medicaid application assistance day. Mm -hmm. And that was, that had a great turnout. I was really worried about not having anyone come because we had the state of Alaska public assistance office there to actually do in-person interviews. They brought all their equipment and shout and out. They to don't the, do in person they, right now. They don't. Yeah. Everything's and online. They did, they did for this. That's they were doing incredible. like really good outreach. Um, in fact, they're also going to work with the homeless shelter, I believe, and do something as well. Nice. And so for February with Heart Health, 
in fact, this Sunday, we're offering a CPR class for our Filipino community members. And we have been in, you know, trying to get more people to sign up. And we really feel that if, especially in highly populated spaces, such as like Tonkas Towers and Marine View, if we could at least get some folks trained in CPR mm -hmm. in those buildings, Imagine the impact while we're waiting for um, the ambulance or EMTs to come and yes. having someone do CPR. So we are offering that class at a discounted rate uh, for some of our members that live specifically in those little uh, pocket areas that we find a high population of Filipinos. Yeah. But across the board in this community, just knowing that we have maybe a Tagalog speaker that knows how to speak, that knows how to do CPR, that is essential. Right. And that um, we find that really important um, to have. And yeah. you mentioned that there's a discounted rate, but there's also scholarships. So it's, yeah. it's you know, it, if, if it's going to not allow you to attend mm -hmm. then we will offset that offset okay yeah so yeah. just reach out to us we have um our amazing um emt volunteer heidi bauer being our instructor oh, and then some of the people attending the class are also bilingual so they'll be able to translate um any of the instruction that maybe heidi is not able to communicate oh wonderful so that's this sunday um February 27th at the plaza as well, um, 1 to 5. So one reach out five. to us if you're interested in signing up for that. Wow, that's wonderful. Where can people go? I mean, you you have so, I mean, <laughs> umbrella organization with like octopus arms, you yeah, know? Right? <laughs> and so where can people go? What, is, oh. what are other good places to send people to if they wanted to find out more information or see what, what you're working on, well, what's upcoming, how they can they become members? It's so funny you know? because we do have a website. Mm -hmm. But let's just say our website is under construction. We are trying to do a full revamp. And so we'll, I will say that our website is not always up to date. Because okay. we do have so, so much many things. happening. So and quick. I know how hard it is to yeah. like update websites. It just, ends up, it just gets away from us because yeah. we're trying to do all the good things that we're doing. And um, so the, the website is a good place. You usually can get some information about what's happening. Um, I know I just yeah. looked at Piers and I was like, oh, Ask a Ninja is still up there. And that was like in November. Oh, November. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, time to take that down. So, you know, we are a little bit behind, but oftentimes we will we will do that. Also, our Facebook page, mm -hmm. um, we do post post um, posters and and what's coming up and mm -hmm. we'll like create events if it's an event that uh, we want you know mm -hmm. that's where that's enough. where I go when I'm you know I'm if I'm I just to have find. to fill time or I used to do you know community calendar uh, stuff a lot I would go to your Facebook page and mm -hmm. um, and would always find posters and flyers about you know things that were at least coming up in the near future yes yeah and we do try yeah. to share other like as a coalition, we fully support all of our other nonprofits and mm -hmm. amazing organizations and individuals that are doing great things. So we often share what else is happening mm -hmm. in town. Um, so you can always follow us and we, we regularly will share like wish just had um an event so we're like let's yeah. just share wishes event yeah right. um, that was a phenomenal i am so thankful they're doing that training it was uh the it was training on teen violence mm -hmm. and healthy relationships teen dating teen violence, dating specifically. violence right. yeah. specifically yeah healthy relationships yeah. um i'm very thankful that that is being offered yeah especially because there has been a rise uh in teen dating violence and a lot of the times people don't realize um that that's what's happening, mm -hmm. and particularly because it's not always physical, right? Um, and right. and and that's right. that's actually the more dangerous, uh, the, manip the yes. Um, yeah, it, so. the emotional, the mental, mm -hmm. the psychological, mm -hmm. psychological the yeah. um, and controlling, the, and yes, and um, it, we all carry 
imprints of us from parents and life from when we were little babies and that shapes us in many 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 ways and it presents itself often in relationships and sometimes you don't know that you're carrying that pain until some negative behaviors will sometimes come out or you'll be accepting of them yeah you know and And what I love about some of the training is that you can also recognize the behaviors in yourself right and then actually take steps to address them so that you that you don't then perpetuate the cycle and that's the important part as I mean for the only person we can control is us right the Mm -hmm. only person we have any power over is ourselves and so recognizing it and then knowing that we can change these patterns. We have the power to. Yeah. Uh, is really, really important. Yeah. yeah. I love therapy. Just yes. saying. <laughs> as, <laughs> I, I actually, love therapy too. <laughs> I, I started to go. I to, need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I started to go to mine, actually, because I was like, oh, my goodness. This is when back when I first got pregnant a couple of years back. And I went because I was like, oh, my goodness. I want to make sure I'm a good mom, but I know that I have all of these things. And I just want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Right. And it, ended, it's, it ended up being very great because I, I ended up losing my daughter. Um, and so I had that support system through that really difficult time yes. in my life. But also I have found it to be so um it's such a unique opportunity to reflect on mm-hmm. things and like where things come from and let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, yeah, fully support it. Well, what we're finding is there's not enough therapists. And this is right a now. true, this is okay, a real thing. So so we've, and, and I, huge. I've talked about that a couple of yes. times on air yeah. that there are not there's enough. A so I'm just going to say, it's really exciting. We do have some new um, private practice providers that used to be and and some of the organizations in town that have gone into private practice. So there is a new, and then we've also got two new people in town that are also private practice. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't take uh, Medicaid. I want to give a shout out actually right now to Brittany Pope, mm-hmm. who she's the only private practice provider that I know of that offers Medicaid. That's wonderful. She doesn't offer shout that many out. spots. Yeah. But she's like, you know what? I went through the hassle of trying to figure out how to do the paperwork. It's it's a lot more difficult and you don't get as much money coming back. Yes, from, it is from that way insurance. more difficult. So for her to like make that as a commitment, I just, I really believe in what she's trying to do because she knows the access to mental health providers in town is really low. So shout out to Brittany for doing a great work. But also really exciting that we do have more private practitioners. So often it's still a wait list, but it is there. But also telehealth opened up. I was just COVID is amazing because it actually broke down some of the barriers that was that was yeah. stalling this whole telehealth era um, from happening out of the red tape. But now, like my therapist actually is in Oregon, but she's licensed in Alaska still because I kept her. And um, so she's able to provide me. We do it online. Yes, of course, in-person is great, especially when you're developing that relationship. But in all honesty, I would be, I'm grateful that I just have it. Yeah. Right. I have family yeah. members that do it online. Yeah. yeah. I, we have to wrap it up. Oh, it's, oh I know. Gosh. It's the end of our show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Romana yeah. Simpson, Alma Parker with oh. the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. Thank you for Such you. a joy to spend this time with you today. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. For